0: Welcome back to the Crazy Dre podcast show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the great west of the, of the state of Michigan, it's your main man, Crazy Dre, the Crazy Dre podcast show, a.k.a. Crazy Cracker, a.k.a. Andre's podcast. And today, folks, it's Mother's Day, and the day before, I I made a podcast about a question that I heard on a Facebook post, on a singles Facebook post, and the question was, why do men with disabilities do not tell the girl or that person that they're disabled or handicapped? And it never really mind, it really didn't project in my mind that the day after it would be Mother's Day. And I want people to listen to that podcast because people, or especially men with disabilities, we are projected to be non existent where you know we get to put in our corners and our in our uh handicapped facilities, and we're put into our uh environment where it's really controlled by so-called smart people that think they know what to do with people with, with disabilities. And then, would they let us out to the public, to family members, so that other people can see, hey, how you been? Oh, you're doing so good. You, I'm, thank God you're still around. And all this pathetic and over exaggeration of your existence. So, but today, I'm going to talk about Mother's Day. What does that mean? for people, especially for men who were born disabled and have their mother reject them during childbirth or after childbirth or after being adopted and have criticism upon their existence. So most of you people out there who are able-bodied people have no idea what it's, what it's like. Well, I think it's, I think it's time for me to actually to, to explain what it's like. I'm going to do the best that I can. So when I was born, I was born in some place in South America, and my birth mother had me and at the time of my childbirth, either I had a stroke or a cerebral palsy, or something happened during childbirth that it created a stroke, that it created a a a symptom that create uh, that exists to me now as a limp arm and a very weak left side of my body. Okay. However. Saying that, the story goes that my father is a doctor and my mother was a working girl. And If you don't understand what a working girl means, it means that she probably was a prostitute. But there's other stories that says that she might have been working in the hospital as a nurse or something in that field in itself. So that's probably why I... If my do- if my birth father was a doctor if my mother was a nurse or if she was a prostitute, that's probably the reason why I project into the ideology or working environment in rehab centers or hospitals and I do very well because it's in it my blood uh, I'll get into that some other time about 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 you are what you were born into, which is a statement that was uh, first uh, acknowledged by Socrates. Now, Socrates is a philosopher of the Greek era. So my mother abandoned me. And uh, so most likely she gave birth to me and i probably wasn't i'm thinking i was a healthy baby now i think what happened was that she was overwhelmed or she, because she was a prostitute there was no purpose to have to keep me or to have me but maybe because my father was a birth because my father was a doctor he kind of made her to ha he made her give birth to me knowing at the time of the era that if he was doing something outside his marriage, he could could have been very much responsible for an unwed child. And I want people to understand that in the era of the 70s in South America, you could be very punished for... Having a child out of the wedlock, okay. but but knowing that, my birth father could easily hide hidden the identity of his so-called bastard child and then could have easily ignored my mother who may have been a nurse or a prostitute, to completely denied that that I was his son. So there's a possibility of that. But I want people to really understand something. Is that if my mother really did abandon me after childbirth and she breastfed me for one week or two days or five days or a week or even a month and then she abandoned me in an apartment and left me to die, there is a, there's a significance of distraught to myself or to anybody who's been abandoned. When children are abandoned at a very, very young age, and they end up surviving the abandonment, there is a possibility that that child creates mental and uh, physical distress. Now, because if I was not uh, fed properly, I could have had a stroke after childbirth. Easily. And if I was abandoned as a child, I would have easily been mentally in a, a mental state of mind of self-defense or very vulnerable to my own existence. So a lot of times people need to realize that when you leave someone like me to be abandoned, I would probably create very defensive Uh, walls around me to protect my feelings or my thoughts, my ideas, my insecurities, my everything that you can actually think of. And I may have lacked very much confidence in myself. And the fact that because I probably was malnutrition, I probably developed a learning disability, a physical disability. Uh, environmental disability, anything that you could ever imagine that could be a bad perspective of life, a uh, a bad environment for a child to be born into. So what does Mother's Day have to do with me? Well, there's a lot of things that happen. First of all, if I know that I was abandoned as a child I would really already in the back of my mind would subconsciously think Well if my mor- if my birth mother rejected me then why would I expect anything from any woman Sub- subconsciously so you don't actually think about this stuff as you as you're growing up as a preteen and a teenager a teenager, and then finally as an adult, is when you think about that. But when you are raised without your birth mother or your birth mother denied you as a person, you already are in a vulnerable position like I was. So because I never was able to connect intimacy With my mother. I was not able to. Connect with other women in my age group. In a proper form. Or proper situation. Now what does that. What does that mean. That means that. As a child. I never trusted anybody. Because I would be crying or whimpering or hungry, and no one would feed me. So I was sub subconsciously soothe myself into a moment of sleep. So I would cry as an infant, and then if no one heard me cry, either A, I would be so tired that I would fall asleep, and then the next day, would show up. Now, a lot of people can't imagine that, especially you uh, middle white Americans, you Christians and you Jews and you Muslims. They have never experienced abandonment. And when people tell me, though, my parents have died and I'm 35 years old. And my mom died two years ago. My dad's about to die. I'm an orphanage. I'm an orphan. You're not an orphan. You just went through process of life. As a child, you grew up. Your mom and dad brought you up. And then your dad and mom got older. And then eventually died. But what I'm talking about is people like me who've been abandoned. So. So... Now that my mother and my father abandoned me in Colombia, in South America, I was put into an institution, like an orphanage. An orphanage is huge in South America. Now, I'm not going to get into involved with our cartels and all this stuff and everything with it. But understand that when you're in an orphanage in South America, you're basically every child for themselves. So if you were born and then you were given up right away, the nuns and the sisters would take care of you. But what they wouldn't do is they wouldn't teach you proper English. I mean, or proper, I'm sorry. Proper Spanish or proper, uh, 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 proper way of growing up. So there was no form of education. There was no form of of discipline. There was no form of of teaching a infant as it was turned into a toddler, that was turned into a preteen, any of those responsibilities that every child should learn. The ABCs, the one, two, threes, uh, what no means, what yes means, what does a parent want from you? What do you expect out of your parents? None of that. You were in an orphanage, they fed you, they changed your diaper, they wiped your ass, and then you were in that orphanage, in that environment, until somebody from France or America or Germany, or whoever out there want to adopt you. So that's how those cartels made money as well, because they would sell children who are in the orphanage as as an asset to their cartel environment. Now, most people don't want to hear that because people think, well, that's horrible. The cartels are controlling... Or protecting the orphanages but there they were asking how much i was worth my parents in america paid big bucks for me and i am disabled and maybe a child who's disabled is worth one times or two times worth and a child who is a, who is able look I'm going to tell you the truth. I was a cute baby. I was a cute child. I really was. So when I came to America, I was adopted by two people, two white Caucasian people in in the state of Michigan. And they did pretty well. But I don't think they really understood that that one day... This disabled child would be growing up to be a an as an, an adult. So what happens to people that adopt kids who are disabled? Subconsciously, they think that that child is gonna be a little kid forever, or it's a state of mind as a as a little child. So I would assume that at one point of their time when they adopted me. They thought I was going to be a very uh, uh, delinquent person that someday that they would put into adult foster home, but I would still be their, their child. But there was no expectation of me to ever succeed. There was never an expectation for me to be going to college or having a very successful business and never really a successful life i was never supposed to in their their minds and their set of ways for me to ever get married ever have kids ever becoming a grandparent myself so if you do decide to adopt a child with with a disability I hope you don't do it for the sake of looking cute and looking nice and looking pretty for your church gatherers and your church people and their high priests or your bishops or your or your preachers. Because someday that child's gonna grow up to be something or even if it's nothing. Look, I am grateful that I was adopted. I really am. But you have to understand that when a child who is born with a disability and he figures out that he was never meant to be anything, it's a very long road to nowhere. It's an Ozzy Osbourne song. The Road to Nowhere, Ozzy Osbourne. Hard rock, heavy metal, rock star. Okay? Listen to that song. That's basically my song. That's basically my anthem. Okay? So I want people to understand that when we talk about Mother's Day, I'm kind of complex of the idea that I was abandoned and then I was brought to America by two pretty good people in, in America. But my adopted mother told me two things. One thing was that the girl that I liked in high school, she told me she was ugly. And to be honest with you, she wasn't ugly one bit. It was one of those junior or sophomore pictures in gray and black or gray and white that made the girl look very unattractive. And then the second thing she said to me that I remember that stuck to my head was you should drop out of high school. So not only do I have a birth mother who I've never known in my whole life that subconsciously I know that she mentally and physically abandoned me to not survive in this world and I were to die of malnutrition. And now I come to America and I'm struggling in school I'm struggling to be existence within my peers because I'm disabled. So you have to understand, no one wants me around them. Nobody. None of my friends. I don't. I didn't really have good friends in high school. I didn't really have good friends in, in, in elementary or even middle school. I had a couple of friends. But they really were just there because they weren't cool enough to be all the the cool kids. But, you know, I was a funny kid at that time. So it was okay for me to be around them. But I wanted people to understand that my life is much more of a struggle than anybody else's life out there. Because... I was born the way that I was. I didn't choose to be disabled. I didn't choose to be walking walking around with a crippled arm and a crippled leg, and a, a body that looks like a eighteen year old kid and a face that probably looks like I'm in my late thirties, and I can't f- and I can't actually mature. So you are. So most people, you know when. When you hear about Mother's Day, I really don't have a lot of positive energy on Mother's Day. Especially the the woman who raised me was mean to her sisters and her sister-in-laws and her brother-in-laws. And she was mean to my adopted father. And she put everyone down. Everyone down she's basically had a narcissistic personality so not only was i raised not only was i raised by a narcissistic jerk of a woman i was abandoned by a psychotic person who never attended to have me as a child and the sad thing about this is that I was never able to develop those intimacy moments that you're supposed to develop with your mother or your mom. You know, it. you can go all the way back to breastfeeding and everything else with it. I want people to really understand this. That if you are a person... Who have been abandoned as a child subconsciously you can never really get over that there's no therapist there's no doctors there's no one really to talk about that to. because in order to actually get over this moment in your subconscious mind you have to actually find a way to actually interact with your birth mother or your birth father or your parent that abandoned you. And you really have to get into the nitty gritty of what really happened. And when people like me who are adopted and we are brought up in different countries, you don't have those opportunities because your birth parents may have not even exist anymore. But there is a book I want people to read. It's called The Prominent Womb Understanding the Adopted Child, written by Nancy Newton. Verrier. V her last name is spelled v-e-r-r-i-e-r nancy newton verrier and she goes into this book about how she has a daughter that she adopted and she has this misconnection with her child and she has her child seems to not connect with her at all and she kind of analyzes it as a way as a psychotherapist uh, or like a psychologist or a sociologist, on how p- children are brought up or how children adapt to their environment or people, how people actually uh, adapt to their own existence, and how we create people with with abandonment, and how we deal with people who are trying to reach out to us or trying to help us. We have to understand that there's a, there's a sense of non-existence for people who've been abandoned. And it's very difficult to explain that because a lot of people who have their birth mother or birth father or both the parents bring them up, they have relatively great social skills. They're able to interact with male and female in the same wave length, the same wave line, and they're able to have good connections, and they may have some bad connections, but eventually they find their so-called uh, partner in life to to develop a relationship with. As I'm in Grand Rapids right now, as you hear that. I don't know if you can hear that. There's a fire hydrant. There's a fire truck coming down the street. But but I want people to understand that like, like there's a very much topic about people like me that just don't have that capacity to 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 give everything that we have or everything we want to give. To someone that we may be attracted to. Because it doesn't. There, there's no. When someone who's been brought up by their parents. Or by their mother. And she holds you. Or she comforts you. Or she gives you the confidence that you need in school. Or preschool. Or or during uh, preteens or teenage years, or her sense of humor or her disciplinary actions, those things go a lot further than never having a parent or a mother at all. Because you are taught at a very young age how to interact with somebody of the opposite sex. So even if your mother is disciplinary, or even if your mother gives you a hug and you don't want her to give you a hug around your friends because you're a teenager, subconsciously that feels good to know that you have a mother that gives you that uh, uh, affection or that concern when you go out drinking with your friends or, or that point of view of of how your grades are doing, or how your college years are doing, or even as an infant, or as a toddler, or a four- or five-year-old, when you start to experience the outside world with your mom being like 10 yards or 10 feet away from you. Those are stuff that most people don't actually think about. But people like me have never had that. Everything everything about me was very fragile because I was disabled. So even when I was in the orphanage, the nuns and the sisters who run the orphanage would never let me outside. I was very I was very protected by these women that would spank me relentlessly because I would poop my pants and no one spoke to me. So, I didn't know any language. I didn't know Spanish. So, when I was supposed to be three or four years old, I should have been potty trained or bathroom trained to not use the diapers or any diaper. I was supposed to be using a toilet. But because the women in my life didn't do that, all they did is change my diaper and spank my ass. So every, every action or reaction was very negative or very disciplined or everything was based on the fact that I was on the a, on a tiptoes to make sure that I didn't piss them off or made them angry or upset them. So Mother's Day to me is very complex. What am I supposed to think? I got my birth mother abandoned me. I have these nuns and these sisters that, that verbally and physically abused me because I didn't understand at the age of three or four years old what they were talking about. But it's not my fault. No one taught me language. No one trained me to be potty trained. No one taught me how to be how to think outside the box or how to, how to uh, mentally have the intake of a, of a 40-year-old and understand what yes means yes and no means no in behavior. That's how behavior is taught by your parents. What you should do, what you shouldn't do, that's where your mom and dad come from. That's why kids need both parents. So Mother's Day to me is just another day. And it's really weird to say that. Like, you know, I should be very upset and very disappointed or very sad. But I'm not. Now, am I? do I think about it? And I'm like, What? Well, 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 I wonder what it would have been like if I had both parents that loved me. And I've, what would have happened if my mother actually took care of me the ways that she should have like any other child. I would have probably had a better relationships with women. I probably would have a lot better confidence in women or even talking to a girl that I'm attracted to. So a lot of people don't understand that. How uncomfortable, how comfortable you are with the opposite sex really has to deal with your birth parents, and especially your birth mother, or the woman that raised you. But you have to understand that when you're a child with a deformity and a speech pyramid, and your mother abandoned you, and the, the mother that adopted you was a complete jerk to you, you're not going to have that type of confidence with yourself to approach. A woman of the opposite a person of the opposite sex or any woman because if you if i were to think subconsciously that i it was not good enough for my birth mother how do i think of myself as a, of a woman who i'm attracted to how is she going to think of me well i can't be good enough for her because subconsciously, I was never good enough for my birth mother or my mother at all or my adoptive mother. Look, I'm going about into the 32-minute 32 32 of this podcast. And I really do think that, and I really do hope that people have or had a great Mother's Day. I really do. And I hope that all you guys out there who are able-bodied people can find yourself a girl that loves you. I really do. And if you're a disabled person out there like me, by birth or rejection mentally by your mother, you're not alone. There's a lot of us out there. You know what I did on Mother's Day today, folks? I went to work. I purposely ignored the idea of Mother's Day. Now, you know, a lot of people out there said, hell, happy Mother's Day, blah, blah, blah. And I ignored it. I'm like, oh, thank you, whatever. But you have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a disabled man, especially if you're a disabled man and your mother really did reject you, I really do feel bad for you. And I really hope the best for you. And I hope that you can find a girl that really likes you. Not because she feels sorry for you, but because she really likes you. I really do. Because being alone and by yourself, and I know that most people only live to be like 65, 75 years old. It's a long life by yourself. It's a very long, lonely road. So I want, I hope this podcast gives some people some hope and say that you're not alone. You, there's a lot of us out there. Now, where you find yourself, that attention is up to you. <laughs> if you want to go to a strip joint, if you want to go talk to your pretty girl, and that pretty girl, you know, does her little shake in front of you and smiles at you. So be it. If that if that's what you want to do. So be it. If you want to go to church and talk to a girl that that is, loves Jesus and and treats you like a king. So be it. Then do so. If you are a type of guy that. That goes on Twitter or, I mean, not Twitter, but Tinder or or any of those uh, social platforms. Try it. But I hope that every man out there that is, has a birth defect like I do or has been abandoned. I hope you don't ever lose hope in finding yourself that girl. That girl that really likes you. It's look. I still in these days struggle just talking to any girl that I am simply around. So that's my podcast. I hope you guys and gals enjoy this. Happy Mother's Day to all those people who have lost their mothers or still have their mothers or guys that especially the guys that. That need to be told that, you, you know what, uh, hopefully your birth mother is still thinking about you, that abandoned you. I don't know. I can't tell you. But I hope love and happiness for all you are. All right. Peace, love. And, uh, you know, there's always tomorrow. All right. The road to nowhere or the road to somewhere.